What's up, guys? Combat Addict here. I took a week off. I took a week off. And uh, I wasn't here last week. So for those of you who are wondering why there was no podcast last week, I decided to give myself a little bit of a break. I've been feeling a little burnt out, you know what I mean? So we had to get that done. Get that diddly done So, But I'm back, man. I'm back. And... Uh, there really isn't all that much to talk about this week, but there's some stuff to talk about. Uh, first thing, why don't we just talk about the fact that COVID-19 is finally wreaking havoc in the UFC. Um, I was so pumped up for the Derek Lewis-Curtis Blades fight uh, when it was coming up, and I had just been excited to see Curtis Blades go to work because I actually do like Curtis Blades a lot even though his last fight was kind of lackluster it wasn't the most entertaining display of pure wrestling it was still an entertaining display of Curtis Bladeness and that's good any day of the week right anyways man uh it wasn't until the actual fight night, because I took a week off, so I wasn't paying attention to anything that was going on really in 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 the UFC news world, or at least I wasn't paying attention uh, to the same degree that I am when I'm making my podcast. It wasn't until the night of or the day before that I noticed that the headliner was completely different. We had uh, Anthony Smith fighting some some other dude whose name I cannot remember right now. Um, speaking of which, Anthony Smith had a fantastic performance, uh, cinched up that triangle choke beautifully and, uh, ended that fight. Um, I think he could have won that fight standing on the feet, uh, or, or, or on the ground either way, but his, uh, opponent's game plan was to get him to the ground anyways. So he made, he made a uh, quick work of the guy. He, he did what he had to do. And I think he finished him inside of three rounds. I think it was the second round. Or was it a first round finish? I can't remember now. Anyways, man. So, Curtis Blades, I'm pretty sure, is the one who got COVID-19. And that main event is scrapped. Okay. Um, Then, we have Kevin Holland, who's supposed to fight Jack Hermanson. Boom, that gets scrapped. And I'm pretty sure Jack Hermanson was supposed to be fighting Darren Till beforehand, but then Darren Till, I think he got an injury. Um, and so he already had one opponent switch out on him. Now he's got Kevin Holland who's out because of COVID-19, right? And so now he's fighting some other dude who's... I don't even think he's really... He's not in the top five, that's for sure. Vittori, I'm pretty sure, is his last name. Some Italian guy. Now he's fighting this guy. And I'm and I'm pretty sure what I believe is... Uh, what would that be? In a main event? So COVID-19 wreaks havoc on that one as well. Right? Then, and this is the kicker, this for me is like, 
honestly, I, I, I can't I can't tell you how cruel life is. Life is hilarious at times, but it is also so, so cruel. Leon Edwards gets COVID-19 before his fight with Chimaev. Like a month before. I'm pretty sure that fight was supposed to happen on the 19th or something like that. And Leon Edwards gets COVID-19. And he doesn't just get COVID-19. He gets COVID-19 bad. The dude loses like 12 pounds. Like, of all the people who got COVID-19, I think he is he is reportedly the worst case of COVID-19. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I got the hiccups now. I gotta go, let me grab my, my huge-ass water bottle. Let me grab this. Yo, look at this thing. This thing looks really small from over here. If you guys are listening on the on the Apple Podcast or Spotify, you can't really see this. But this thing looks very small, or at least small enough. Bro, look at how big this thing is. Dude, this thing, look at my head. Look at my head. Okay? Now look at the water bottle, okay? Look at my head, right? Now look at the water bottle. This thing is massive. Free plug for high Syria. 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 Oh my god. Syria. Uh, Syria. Not Syria. Syria. They don't even want that plug now. Free plug for Syria. <laughs> Yo. Shout out to the Civil War, Syria. Um, this is the best water bottle I've ever had in my life. No lie. No, first off, look at how this thing flips open like that. Look at this. Look at the, how this sexy this is. You see that? That was immaculate. That was like, no, you, you don't understand. You don't really understand. I have become I have become physically attracted to this water bottle just because of it doing that. This thing is amazing. And it holds like if you drink lots of water in the day, you can fill this up once and it will last you the whole day. You will not have to refill it again. I mean, unless you just want to be peeing nonstop, you know, maybe you might have to half refill it, you know, before before dinner time or something like that. But honestly, this will last you the whole day. And when it feels like it's almost empty, it's not. It's like a quarter, it's like almost like three quarters empty. It's it's not. This thing is amazing. Anyways, man. My point is that Leon Edwards gets COVID the worst out of everybody. This is the same dude who can't find a fight to save his life. This is the same dude who is screaming, begging for a fight. He's like literally talking trash to the to, to a person who literally punched him in the face backstage and still won't fight him still this guy has been aching for a fight he finally gets a fight he finally gets a fight and gets covid but you know what leon edwards is a good guy leon edwards is a good guy all he says is on twitter another setback but when you come from the mud, you learn to put everything in perspective. This virus has affected many lives and families much worse than mine. Looking forward to getting this rebooked soon. Thank you all for the well wishes.
You can't not like him. He has to win his next fight. I don't care who he's fighting. It could be my favorite fighter. I don't care. Leon Edwards has to win the fight. Just the nature of the universe. The nature of the universe would be upset if Leon Edwards lost the fight after that. After all this. When was his last fight? I think his last fight was uh, sometime in 2019. But not even like late 2019. <clears throat> Let's see when his last fight was. His last fight was a win. It was a decision. It was in July of 2019. So it was... <laughs> Oh my god, bro. You don't understand. It's about to be it's about to be 2021. It's like a year and a half that this guy has not fought. He finally gets a fight. And he gets COVID. Loses 12 pounds. You got to understand, like, all of the training he's going to have to do to regain that, like, he hasn't even started yet. Like, he probably is going to lose all his cardio. He's going to lose all his cardio. He's going to lose muscle mass. He's going to lose strength. His diet is probably going to be out of whack because he's only going to be able to eat what he can afford to keep down. Of all of the people for this to happen to, I'm telling you, it, it should not have been Leon Edwards. This is this is this is damn sad. This is sad, man. You know what though? At least he's not suspended like Yair Rodriguez. Guys, El Pantera has been suspended for something so stupid too. They didn't even suspend him. Um, I'm pretty sure it's USADA who suspended him. They didn't even suspend him for popping for like picograms or something. He didn't John Jones. He got suspended because of whereabouts tests and whereabouts responsibilities. Okay. It says like all UFC athletes, Rodriguez 28, so that's his age, is a member of the UFC registered testing pool and is therefore subject to certain whereabouts responsibilities which allow him to be located for testing. So basically what happened was, on three separate occasions in 12 months, they couldn't find Yair for testing. Rodriguez failed to update his whereabouts information and was unavailable for testing at locations provided in his whereabouts filings on three occasions. He accrued a whereabouts failure in each of the first three quarters of 2020. The accumulation of three whereabouts failures within 12 months within a 12 month period constitutes a policy violation under the UFC anti-doping policy. So this guy is getting suspended for 6 months for being AWOL. That's why. I'm pretty sure AWOL means like not around. I'm pretty sure. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what AWOL means. Or MIA, we'll say that. For being MIA. All I want to do Ah. <laughs> and take your money. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and so you got to tell me somebody else knows that reference. All I want to do. <sighs> and take your money. Somebody knows what I'm talking about.
I'm not just out here babbling like an idiot. Somebody knows what I'm saying. All I want to do... And take your money. All right. Listen, the point is that Yair Rodriguez was, all I want to do, a missing. And uh, they decided to suspend him, which is sad for someone like me as a Yair Rodriguez fan. I love Yair Rodriguez. I watched him put on the fight of the year live with the Korean zombie. I watched him do that live. I watched him elbow the Korean zombie in the face, bent over, blind, blind shot, blind shot, bent over, elbowing him up like that. I saw him do that. I was a fan of his before that. And then I saw him do that. And I was like, this guy's incredible. He's amazing. He's literally the ish. You can't, you can't make that up. Nobody thought of that. Nobody's ever in their mind had a kung fu fight scene where somebody bent over and then elbowed somebody like this in real life and knocked them out. Nobody's ever done that. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. <laughs> you don't see knockouts like that. Okay? If anybody told you they saw that in real life, you'd have to be like, you're lying. You're lying. We caught it on video. <laughs> that was the craziest knockout I think I've ever seen in my life. Separate and aside from Joaquin Buckley's uh, knockout a couple weeks ago. Which, by the way, apparently Joaquin Buckley is a kind of a... a a douche. Apparently, apparently, according to James Krause, he doesn't want to train with people. He just wants to walk around the gym and knock people out. He doesn't want sparring partners. He wants dummies to be his victims. He wants to like Jake Paul, everybody. I don't know if you guys have seen videos of Jake Paul knocking out his training partners. I have. Um, but that is... Not how I thought people were supposed to be training. Um, I think you were just supposed to be knocking people like nearly unconscious. Doesn't seem like good for them or you as a human being in terms of just like, I don't know, your own like empathy for other human beings and realizing you don't need to go full go and knock people out in the gym to actually get better i don't know there's just something about that that bothers me but um i don't know what i'm talking about because i've never actually had a professional fight so i should stop talking um about what i think is right to do and what's wrong to do with respect to boxing but my personal opinion little bit unnecessary apparently Joaquin Buckley is like that apparently now we don't know how true that is I mean I don't think that James Krause is a liar he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to lie I mean especially somebody who owns their own gym and is uh down to fight anybody whenever wherever just because that seems like a pretty honest individual I, I feel like a, a human being who's just 
oh, I just train other human beings. I'm like salting the earth. And also in my free time, I'm just a company man who does whatever like the UFC wants. That doesn't seem like the kind of person who would need to lie to me. So I think that he might be telling the truth about Joaquin Buckley. In which case, I kind of want to see Joaquin Buckley get knocked out. Um, but I can't... Den Actually, I did see Joaquin Buckley get knocked out. I'm pretty sure Kevin Holland is pretty annoyed by the fact that Joaquin Buckley is getting all of this attention when, like, two weeks prior to that crazy knockout that he got, he basically knocked him unconscious inside of the octagon. I watched this, like, happen in front of my eyes, and I thought... I honestly said to myself, he's going to knock Joaquin Buckley out because Joaquin just keeps running and throwing hooks like he's some MMA version of Mike Tyson. I literally said this to myself when I was watching the fight. And sure enough, one straight down the tube knocks Joaquin Buckley right on his behind. Um, and then like three weeks later, he gets this crazy knockout and everybody is like all over his, all over his knob. They're just like in love with the guy. Um, so I think that Kevin Holland might be, actually, he's probably not that annoyed. Cause I actually think he saw, I saw, I saw a tweet where he, uh, gave Buckley some credit for what he did, but it's just funny to me that like more people who are watching the UFC are probably going to know who Joaquin Buckley is now and not know who Kevin Holland is, even though Kevin Holland whooped his, <laughs> whooped his ass, whooped Joaquin's ass. I don't know, man. Whatever. Point is um, that uh, this Buckley guy walks around trying to knock people out, and it's it's not it's not cool. It's not cool. Or at least this is what James Krause says. Who knows if it's one hundred percent true or not? But Joaquin Buckley in his last fight knocked somebody out cold. Uh, almost finished them in the first round, and then definitely finished them in the second round. And I honestly say this because I feel it just like watching the guy. He just looks like what Mike Tyson would be if Mike Tyson did MMA. <laughs> I haven't even watched that much Mike Tyson in my life. I've watched highlights of Mike Tyson and I've seen him throw punches. I've seen him fight. And from what I see from Buckley, he just seems like another version of Mike Tyson, just throwing like as many hooks as he possibly can and ducking and weaving. Um... In any case, he capitalized on the on the kick knockout that he had by knocking out this other kid. So we'll see where Buckley goes from here. Um, the dude came in at 183. Buckley fights at middleweight, but he came in at 183, which makes me think that if he wanted to, if he wanted to, he might be able to make welterweight. But honestly, that might be a bit of a stretch. That might be a bit of a stretch. And if he's knocking people out at middleweight, why would you go down to welterweight? Why would you deplete yourself? I don't know. All I know is that he's going to fight some guys who are much taller than him at some point and much better than these dudes, these tin cans that he's just opening. Um, that's going to happen soon enough. And when it does, he's going to get knocked out. I'm telling you right now, like I've already seen him. I've already seen him on the verge of unconsciousness. He's going to get knocked out for sure. Cause I don't think he's about to change the way he fights anytime soon. And if he ever has to fight Darren Till, for example, he's going to get knocked out. Yeah. That is, that is a fact. I, I, I believe that. Mark my words in the near future. I'm talking about 
let's even put a timeline on it. Joaquin Buckley is going to be knocked out in the next year. In the next year, Joaquin Buckley is going to be knocked out. Putting a timeline on it. Okay. <clears throat> Poor Leon Edwards was the point. <clears throat> Hope he gets better soon. Um, now, I was a fan of TJ Dillashaw. But then he took a bunch of drugs and tried to dethrone somebody at flyweight. Actually, he took a bunch of drugs and tried to bury the flyweight division, which if you're a fighter, I don't know why you would ever want to bury another division. That just seems sort of awful to me. But maybe I'm just too nice. Anyways, uh, Dillashaw talking about Piotr Jan has said, I want that title fight. I want it right away. You've got a guy in Pyotr Jan who beats someone for the belt that is 0-2 in the division. Jose Aldo has two losses and you beat him for the title. And you're calling yourself a champion. Now, first off, when Jose Aldo fought for the title, he was 0-1. So I find it interesting that Dillashaw includes the loss to Pyotr Jan as a strike against Pyotr Jan. Doesn't make any sense, but okay. Um, to me, you're an interim champion, he says. The weight class is effed up. It's ready for me to come back. Really? <laughs> you can tell where this is going. I, I'm not I'm not stoked on this, this attitude. I'll be a three-time bantamweight champion. That's a guarantee. And I'm and it's going to happen sooner than people think. Actually, I don't think it is. <laughs> I actually don't think it is. Let's actually just take a look at the bantamweight division. <clears throat> let's just take a let's just take a look at the bantamweight division. Okay. So, firstly, Aljamain Sterling is fighting for the title next. Okay. Uh, Corey Sandhagen just came off of a fantastic knockout against Marlon Moraes. All right. So if you're fighting anybody, if you, if you really want the title, if you want the title, uh, the first person you're going to end up fighting, if they put you in the top five of the rankings, is probably Corey Sandhagen. Right? Probably. But I don't even think Corey Sandhagen is, is, is going to take that fight. Or actually, no, he might. He might take that fight, but to be honest, like he's probably just going to wait and see who wins Aljo versus Piotr Jan. All right. Uh, you got Cody Garbrandt, who's number four. I don't know if you're going to be able to argue that you should be able to get a title shot before Cody Garbrandt simply because you beat him twice. You might be able to argue that, uh, but also Cody Garbrandt has been here and you've been nowhere. So you might just have to fight him again i think if he's gonna take a top five spot if he's gonna fight somebody in the top five i don't think this i don't think he should fight cody right away again if i was gonna give him somebody in the top five i think i would give him marlon 
Marlon's coming off a loss. So he needs to, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'd give him Marlon. Because he did beat Cody twice. But here's the next thing. He's not even in the rankings, man. I don't even see him on the rankings. So, I'm going to be straight with you. Like, I don't... Basically, I think he should get the fight that somebody is willing to give him. I don't think he get, he gets to tell people that he wants a title shot. I definitely don't think he gets a title shot. Hell no. You've been gone for way too long to just walk back into a title shot. After a loss, by the way. You got your ass whooped and slept. And you want to come back and fight Piotr? Get out of here. You need to climb the ladder. You need to fight at least, like, at least, at the very least, you need to fight somebody like uh, um, Cody again. Maybe they give you Pedro Munoz. I'd watch that. Or since you think you're so, you're so tough... Fight Jose. Fight Jose Aldo. Be like, oh, okay, well, Jose Aldo fought for the title. I fought him. I beat him. Okay, well, now I'm one step closer to the title shot. Maybe that's the fight they give you. They give you rank number seven. But you don't get to just walk in here demanding title shots after testing hot and losing. Like, get out of here, man. Like, no. <clears throat> no, man. You got overly ambitious, you bit off more than you could chew, you couldn't cut the weight properly, and you got starched. That's what happened. Oh, in, or in order to cut the weight, you did drugs. So, I've got no respect for the guy. I mean, like, you can earn respect back, but after... Look, man, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do drugs as, a, as, a, as an athlete um, and perform... You got to understand, that's disrespect to everyone, including yourself. That's disrespect to the sport. That's disrespect to your opponent, their team, their family, your family, your team, yourself, your integrity. Like, th there's just so much disrespect involved in the act of willfully cheating that I, I can't, like, I, I lose all respect for you because it's like, you just, you don't, you don't care about anything or anybody. Like, you don't. You can't just man up and either not either either coming over the weight or 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 decide not to take the fight. You got to cheat and do drugs, you know, that's I can't respect that. So, no, I don't think he gets a title shot right away. And I want to know what you think. Do you think he gets a title shot? Because I don't I don't think he gets one. But uh Anyways, man, Cody Garbrandt honestly might have won those fights if he wasn't so damn emotional. Speaking of Cody Garbrandt, he's talking about fighting Figueredo again. And he said something I find particularly interesting. He said, I think my jujitsu skills are far more superior in a lot of ways. I just don't have to use them. If... If the fight presents where it has to go to the ground, let's go. I wrestle. 
Davison Figueredo is a regional jiu-jitsu champion and a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I don't think that Cody Garbrandt, I don't, I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Cody's not a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I've rolled with a black belt. They just, they, they manhandle your body in ways that you just don't understand. They're just better than you. <laughs> It doesn't matter how much you think you know about jujitsu. Until you roll with a black belt, you don't actually understand what it means. And even then, you still don't understand what it means to be a black belt. Because that black belt is taking it easy on you. The only way you can really understand what it is to roll with a black belt or be a black belt is if a black belt is rolling with you and they are not taking it easy on you at all. And I think even then at that point, there are things that they can do to you that they just choose not to do to you that you don't know under, that you don't know that they think about doing. And uh, so for me, man, for him to say that, it's just like, man, that is bold. You are bold, man. You're not a wrestler or or or, or a jujitsu guy. For you to say that Davison Figueredo, this Brazilian jujitsu black belt, is not going to be able to do anything with you on the ground. That's arrogance, man. That's arrogance. The dude has guillotine submissions and rear naked choke submissions for a reason. I mean, he choked out one of your team alpha male guys. What? <laughs> what you didn't think that Joseph Benavides could wrestle? Guess what? It didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. He choked him unconscious. He choked him like a, like a, like a motorcycle engine. He choked the hell out of him. He choked his soul out of his body right in front of Mega Levy. <laughs> Oh my god, that's always the worst thing. That's always the worst joke. When people make Joseph Benavides Mega Levy jokes, oh my god. It's so funny. It's so funny. I think I've seen like I think I've seen a meme where like you know the traumatized dog or whatever? It's like the caption is like Mega Levy watching like Davison Figueredo versus Joseph Benavides or whatever, and it's like the trauma-sized dog, and like faded in the background, it's jo Joseph Benavides getting choked out by Davison Figueredo. It's just funny. It's just funny, man. It's so wrong, but it's so funny. I just can't, man. Oh my god. Oh, that's some funny stuff. Anyways, man, I think he needs to be smart and uh, just keep the fight on the feet, <clears throat> which is where Davison is probably going to want it to, even though Davison does have takedowns and does have a pretty decent ground game. I mean, he's good at floating over the top of his opponents and actually also very good at getting back up to his feet uh, when he is taken down himself. I don't think that Davison is going to want to take it to the ground, even if, even if he knows he's outmatched on the feet. Davison just doesn't care, it seems to me. I've seen him just throw bombs with his hands down recklessly like he just doesn't care so i don't think he's gonna do the smart thing which would be the take um take cody down unless he has to unless he absolutely like must i don't think the game plan is going to be to take cody down and for that reason i'm taking cody to win that fight the reason that i'm with if cody's healthy if cody comes in there and makes that weight healthy he wins that fight and the reason that he wins that fight is because his striking is just superior. He's already got the power. We know that. 
We already know that, but his striking is just going to be superior. Now, if he comes in and the weight cut has taken a toll on him, he might just get knocked straight out. He might just get knocked straight out. And honestly, the truth is, if, if history repeats itself, but, but the thing is, like I, you got to do it based on skill and not based on weight cut. If history repeats itself and Cody is depleted like TJ was depleted, then Cody's going to get knocked right out real fast, right? The only reason that I'm picking Cody is because he's just such a better boxer that it's like in order to like if you didn't pick Cody you'd be an idiot. You'd be an idiot if you didn't pick Cody because it's like Davison is just a power puncher. You can see him walking people down literally just waiting for the opportunity to rifle off the right hand. But you think that Cody is not going to be prepared for something like that? The dude has been boxing for like what his entire life? I'm pretty sure he was like a Golden Gloves boxing champion or something like that. Or a bronze gloves, some some sort of boxing champion. The guy is just a treat to watch. And he's got hands. And he and he's got hands that he used to tune up Dominic Cruz for five rounds. Alright? So look, I'm not sleeping on somebody who made the greatest band weight of all time look like chum change. I'm not sleeping on that guy. You'd be stupid not to pick uh, Cody. That's what I think. But who knows? I could be wrong. That fight hasn't even happened yet. We're still waiting for what happens with the assassin baby. Uh, I, I think that Davison Figueredo wins against the assassin baby. I think that Davison wins. But that's just because I've been watching more Davison than anything else. I think the Assassin Baby is a better striker than Davison. But I, I just don't know if um, the Assassin Baby is going to be able to be to be so much better at striking that, that it nullifies the power of uh, the power. The Assassin Baby gets hit, man. He gets hit. And then you can only take so many shots from Davison. But I need to see more of the Assassin Baby. I mean, I love the I love Brandon Moreno. I've been watching him fight for a while. I've been watching him fight for a long time. So I've seen him fight, but I haven't like sat down and really studied him. You know? Which is what you gotta do. Like you gotta if you wanna really like make a decision, like, okay, well, who's gonna win this fight? Or at least for me, like I really gotta actually sit there and be like, okay, well, like what what is he doing? What is he doing? Like, oh, okay. Unless it's just clear and obvious. Unless it's just a really obvious, you know, this guy would clearly win, right? <clears throat> Alright, last thing for today. Henry Cejudo has said, the only reason why Davison Figueredo's there is because of me. To me, he's the lord of nothing. I'm the one who gave him that position. I'm allowing him to babysit my belt, and he's being a pretty good babysitter in my eyes. Listen, 
Henry Cejudo is like the equivalent to the girl who will text you nonstop in high school, but will never come over. Like that is like that is who Henry Cejudo is becoming, and it is. I would like to say that it's frustrating, but it's not even frustrating anymore. It's just like, it's just, it's just annoying how obvious it is to me that he's not retired. Like he's obviously not retired. The dude is trying to keep his name relevant. The dude is trying to keep his name active. I'm pretty sure he had a girlfriend or whatever and they like that ended. I don't know why that ended, but it did. In any case, He's talking trash about other fighters constantly. And it's like, look, man, it's one thing to be like, I'm retired. You know what I mean? And then keep training and post videos of you training and stuff. It's a whole other thing to be retired, barely be doing any training that anybody can see. And then be talking trash about a bunch of guys that you're not going to fight. That is like, that, like, you're not even, that's not even cringe. Like, you're just being... You're just being annoying, man. Like, you aren't going to fight Sugar Sean O'Malley. Why are you talking about him? You aren't about to come back and fight Davison Figueredo. Why are you talking about him? And he's talking about how Brandon Moreno sucks. He's like, Brandon Moreno sucks. Like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, you just, you just take a dump on everybody. You're just dumping on all these people for no reason. Like... It, it makes no sense to me. Like, and the thing is, I like Henry Cejudo. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Like, I enjoy his fights. He whoops ass. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. But he's freaking annoying sometimes, man. Like, you're just like, dude, can you pick? Can you pick a side? Can you be, can you be fighting or not fighting and just stick to one. I don't care if you retire. Like if you retire, I'll be sad because I want to watch you fight. But I'll be happy for you. But if you retire and then talk trash about everybody, I'm gonna be annoyed with you. I <laughs> I'm gonna be straight up bothered. Um But anyways, man. He thinks Brandon Marino sucks, and uh honestly, look. If you think these guys suck, then maybe you should just stop talking about the flyweight division. Go find a division that you think you'd be better at, uh, find better competition in. That's what I say. Do that. Don't 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 go out of your way to just dump on people. But then again, that's because I just wouldn't do that. You know, that's just the kind of guy I am. Like if I was, if I was in his position, I wouldn't be saying anything about anybody. If I think you suck, like it doesn't need to be like, I don't need to tell everybody that I think you suck. I don't need to rain on your parade. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Or I, if I think you suck, I'd probably find a nicer way to say it. Be like, he's not as good as a... Or, like, I don't know. He's not, like, championship caliber, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe that's, like, a nice way of saying it. <clears throat> Anyways, man. 
If you guys like the podcast, give it a like. If you think that somebody you know would like it, share it with a friend. Um, you know what it is, man. Subscribe if you want to hear more of me talking on YouTube. And if you just want to hear the vocals and not see my face, you can see this podcast. My mouth does the talking on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and various other podcast podcasting platforms. So, you know, do the damn thing. Give it a give it a look. Check it out. And if you want me to talk about something, let me know. You know, shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram. The handle is the Combat Addict, no spaces. And uh, you you shoot me you shoot me a message, and I will probably respond. You tell me to talk about something, I will most likely talk about it. For those of you who have made it to this point in the video, thank you. Thank you for listening to me talk for 40 minutes. I enjoyed doing this podcast today. I think it was a great idea to take a week off because I am glowing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel good, bro. I feel good. <laughs> How many of you are uncomfortable right now? That's the real question. <laughs> glowing um i feel good though and uh i think it was good to take that week off but we're getting back into it i'm gonna try to upload a video about actually i don't know if i should tell you who it's about how about how about you try to guess who the video is gonna be about try to guess who my next short 10 minute video is gonna be about and if you get it right I don't know, man. I'll give you a shout out in the video. <laughs> I'll give you a shout out at the beginning of the video. I'll be like, shout out to so-and-so and so-and-so who knew that this was going to be about this, you know, this fighter or whatever. It'd be crazy if like 50 people, <laughs> 50 people guessed it right. And then I had to shout out 50 people at the start of a video. I'll probably just make one video for the shout outs and just read the names like Dragon Slayer number four, uh, Sweet D's 54. They're all 54s, 94s. Uh Just Blaze XX12. Shout out to shout out to Logi Gang 40 Fix. 40 40 Fix. I don't know, man. Look, we're just having fun with it. I'm just being a fool with it. Anybody who gets that reference, if you know, you know. That's the only song by that artist who I that I literally listened to. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, man. Anyways, bro, I'm going to try to use some of this energy to do some other stuff. Um, I had a good time. I had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time. And thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Combat Addict out. <laughs>